You're listening to Music Growth Talks, the podcast for musicpreneurs, with Andrew Apanov. Hello, everyone. Andrew Apanov here with a new edition of Music Growth Talks. This is episode number 88, and uh, I want you to welcome someone who we have hosted on this show already two times, and uh, who has something interesting to share with us all the time, Tommy Ducker, the author that uh, jingled at the beginning of the show, so uh, you may very well recognize his uh, voice if you haven't listened to any of the previous podcasts with him. Uh, if you had a chance to listen to the latest uh, podcast with him, in fact, then uh, you might remember that he mentions the startup he was working on, and uh, uh, this startup called Musicpreneur Hub is what we are going to talk about today. So I'm one of the um, <laughs> experts on the platform and uh, um, uh, one of the first people who uh, who have a chance to share the platform publicly. And uh, I'm quite glad that I can talk about uh, the launch of Musicpreneur Hub with uh, Tommy on this show and invite you, uh, dear listener, to check it out. So when we recorded these episodes uh, just over a week ago, a couple of weeks back, I think, um, it was in the final development stages at the time. It's still in beta and uh, not quite polished. At the time I'm recording this uh, intro they released, I've played with uh, the platform just a little bit. And uh, yeah, so it's open now, you can ask uh, questions in there and you're going to learn what it is from our conversation with Tommy Daka. But in short, Musicpreneur Hub is uh, a music knowledge platform, and I'm reading from the website right now, connecting hand-picked tom- industry experts like myself with knowledge seekers, musicians, and students, so like you, dear listener, uh, Quora style, most credible answers on top. So I, I, I'm a big fan of Quora, so I do like the formats, and I like uh, what Tommy is doing here, needless to say. If you have a question, if you are struggling with some something in the industry, in your marketing business efforts, then you can ask a question and uh, the team at Musicpreneur Hub will find, will help you find the right expert for this. So if you don't have much time, just go to musicpreneurhub.com and ask a question there. That's the best thing you can take away from uh, this podcast. And uh, if you do have time, I hope you enjoy our conversation with Tommy Tucker. Here we go. Tommy, it's really exciting to welcome you to this show again. It's uh, the third time you are the, the... I believe you are the first guest who we've had three times on this show. But <laughs> it's the first time you are on Music Growth Talks because in the past... We were called Whispin Recipes, and now everyone on every single episode of Music Growth Talks hear your voice, 
in the very beginning, which is awesome. Thank I'm you. I'm not sure if that's a cool thing or a curse. <laughs> <laughs> Am I record one in terms of how many how many times I've been in the talks? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the the podcast three times, just two times on Whispin Recipes and one, yeah, one now. And I don't know how many times people have heard you say the intro <laughs> just yeah, yet, so. <laughs> you just, just want to make sure that people remember my name that's why i'm coming back again and again thank yeah. you for having me man thank you for having me that's great All, always uh, we always have some interesting things to discuss and in fact in the last uh, episode that we had with you we mentioned this project that we are going to cover on this episode so i really hope back then that we would have these a conversation for the record for the for the podcast because mm -hmm. uh, it's definitely worth talking about and i'm quite pleased to be one of um the people to announce this so that's quite exciting yeah uh, so to the listeners of ours i'm linking to the first two episodes just as everything we cover on this episode with Ami in the show notes so for full background for those of you who are not familiar with what you tell me do uh please check this out but feel free to still do a quick brief intro mm -hmm. uh for new listeners and new tuning yes so my name is tommy darker i'm doing everything around music i'm a musician trying to create at the moment a new style of music i'm also an entrepreneur launching in a few days the project, the platform, the music educational platform we're going to talk about this episode. And also, I'm an academic. I've been lecturing for the last two and a half years in multiple universities, uh, more notably at Berklee College of Music and actively at the moment in the University of Westminster in London. So, yeah, music, entrepreneurship, academic life, all together, all around music. Yeah, so... Uh... Quite a few interesting things happening with your music project. So before we talk about the new startup of yours, um, some of our listeners who heard uh, the episodes about uh, the about your journey across Greece and uh, and recording the documentary and experimenting with other musicians and so on, uh, it was quite a popular episode. So uh, just in a few words, any. Any updates on that one that you can share at this point? So to those curious about the progress of the project? Yeah, so it's becoming very interesting now. So for the last few months, I've been talking with people from TV and I've been receiving feedback. There is a good side and a bad side on this. And I'll start with the bad side is that I was not experienced in the industry of the TV industry. So I didn't have any contacts when I got started. So right. the process of getting new people and then meeting new people through word of mouth is steady but slow. So if I keep going the same way, I'm pretty sure at some point I'm going to find the right person that is going to give me the deal. However, I'm not sure how fast because I don't have experience and I don't have a lot of people to accelerate this process. Right. So what I thought about doing is actually take the situation in my own hands and start creating material and start releasing material in a way to promote and also have the creative process in a more active way. Right. So right now I'm just talking with my team to create the a plan B development of, of the whole thing. That has to do with this one has to do with promotion. In terms of music, it's even more exciting because 
for the last few months. I've been writing music all day. And right now I have material that I believe sounds like this style of music I want to make. And now the next step is to start sending this music to people that play traditional instruments in Greece. And they will record their part and they will send it back to me. So we'll have some kind of online collaboration in terms of songwriting. Right. And then I will take that this part and I will cut and copy and paste and, and, and make it as I imagine this style to be. You know, so remind the style that I'm trying to create is a, a fine marriage between UK synth pop music, post-punk music, think Depeche Mode, Joy Division, mm -hmm. and traditional Greek music. So I'm trying to play electronic music only with acoustic instruments. So yeah. it takes a lot yeah. of work. So this is where I am yeah. at the moment. Got you. Do, so do you plan to take Anthony to Greece again this year? Yes, yes. There's two more episodes we need to shoot. And there's two places we need to visit that have amazing customs. So we're trying to find the, the schedule on what's, what's going to be. It's a good thing that I'm just, I'm launching the startup and I'm teaching at the university and, and I'm uh, launching Kinefania. And I think I found a great balance. You know, I've, I've scheduled my day in a way that every beat, you know, my music and my, my startup and the, the academic life, they all have a box in a day. Mm -hmm. And I'm just trying to stick to that, that box so it doesn't, you know, get drained. I also have a girlfriend, so I need to make sure I spend time with her too. <laughs> so right. it, 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 it's kind yeah. of tricky, but I can, yeah, it kind of works. I mean, you, uh, you seem to be doing some proper work at, in terms of time management and self-management. Um, it's been an ongoing struggle for me to, uh, to make uh, the different projects work um, uh, simultaneously and to dedicate enough time to everything, which is pretty much an impossible task to me, but I'm getting there. As I see it, you're doing quite a good job at that. Cool. So I got you. We will keep an eye on the project. So thanks for sharing some news and please uh, tell us what Musicpreneur Hub is. First of all, it's a weird name. For <laughs> some people that don't know what Musicpreneur is, it's like Musicpreneur Hub, that it's a non-commercial name. It's not going to work. It's not like Uber or yeah, PayPal or something <laughs> like this. You know, it's Musicpreneur Hub. So essentially, this is the vision that I started having in mind two years ago. If you're aware of this, when I first came to London, I had a talk with Andrew Dubber, whom I was translating his book in English. Mm -hmm. So, uh, sorry, in Greek. So I can, I can meet him in person, right? And, and he inspired me to get started with my music industry journey and start discovering more and doing research and, and, and learn more. So he was the reason why I got started with this. And I invited him when I first moved to London, to come over and talk to a group of musicians about the music industry. And that was the first darker music talk. Then four years later, the talks became Musicpreneur talks. They've been held every month in London and also five more countries in Europe. And the, there is a community, there is a great community that's, that has been developed. And in my mind all the time, it was this one question. How can I bring more value back to the community? How can I improve this? How can I keep the same vibes, but also reach more people and make sure that more people get in touch with these experts? And then I started talking with my community. I started having interviews with them. 
like accidentally I was I was doing marketing research without me knowing and I was just going out for coffee with my community and I saw that they would really love it if there was an online platform connecting all these people because imagine you go to a networking event you go to a conference you go to a panel you don't just go there for the knowledge you go there to also meet people and when you go there and there is maybe thousands of people or even 100 people you cannot physically be able to talk and spend proper time with everyone and this is a problem because there are so many interesting people especially if it's a talk where people are prompted to ask questions then you might see somebody asking something interesting but there is so many people that you can actually talk to so this was a problem that could be solved they told me why don't you create something like a an online database of the people so we can see who's there and and schedule in advance who we're going to talk to and then see who's asking interesting questions and talk to them. So that was one thing I had in mind. Second of all, I was also interested in getting the right people to talk about the right things. And I saw a limitation. I saw that if you're in London at that specific day, at that specific time, and if you're interested in the topic, then you'll come at the talks. What if you are not interested in the topic and you would like to talk with another expert. What if you cannot be there, although this expert is the right person to talk to? Like, there was this problem. How can I bring more people to connect with the right experts? And then it hit me. You know, We're talking not about talks. We're talking about not just a database, and an online database. We're not just talking about networking online like social media. We are talking about a platform. What the, my community was talking about was for me to create a platform online where anybody can ask any question anytime from any place of the world. And then this question that they've asked will be connected with the right expert, the, music, the right music industry expert from, again, from all over the world. And then they will receive answers. So what they were describing without them knowing was a decentralized way of crowdsourcing knowledge, right? Andrew, you are in Poland now, right? Yes. So you're in Poland. You cannot attend the talks, although you would like to, and I've invited you to be a speaker as well, but it didn't work out because you need the visa and this and the blah, blah, blah. They're annoying, by but, the way. Yeah, annoying. <laughs> well, I'm not sure what's more annoying, the visa or your cat that started screaming the last time in the podcast. He's doing the same thing. I even have to mute the mic, to be honest. So he, he just knows that it's you. Oh, yeah. yeah. He knows. He knows. Yeah. He's annoying. He's doing it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I would love to meet your your cat, but I wouldn't like you to just do all the thing about visas so you can come and talk to people in London. So that's why I actually took a startup loan. I've taken another one now. But I put myself in debt just to make sure that I actually bring this in life. And uh, we're pretty close. We're pretty close to the launch. By the awesome. time you hear it, probably it's going to be launched already. I'm curious how, how it came to be that there is no such platform in the industry just yet. There is Quora. Is it still accurate to compare? Not to compare, but to me, it's a, it's a good way to pitch the platform because uh, you need to operate with the words that are familiar to people just so they understand the concept, the core of uh, the idea in, you know, with the terms they already know. It's just as with pitching the music project, any startup and so on. So I do like the, the mention of like Quora for the music industry in a way. 
For those listeners of ours who are familiar to Quora, will it be somewhat a similar process where you ask a question and, uh, for example, you can request answers from specific people or will the platform be helping in finding the right people for it or will it be like a forum-like format or any uh, for those who haven't signed up yet? So uh, any comments on how it looks like? Yeah, so it's it, you're very right. Quora is a very useful way for people to understand how it functions. The Quora style of asking questions and then receiving answers and then the most popular upvoted answers go on top, that is the only thing that we have in common with Quora, actually. It's the function. I wouldn't really say it's, it's Quora for the music industry, but actually use it to describe it because people understand what it is, yeah. right? The difference, the big difference with differences with Quora, Quora doesn't necessarily connect at this moment the questions with the right people. Mm -hmm. um, you can request something, but this is not their main thing. They're just so popular now that people eventually will answer. And what we're doing is, as a platform, just like Airbnb, we connect the right question with the right person. It, we're a platform, we're connecting information. We're not here to just create more information. We're here to connect information. And again, just like Airbnb will bring you in touch, you know, will bring a map with, with the people according to what they're looking for. And then these people will connect with you. The same thing with us. We'll have tags around questions. And according to the theme of the question, we'll connect it with the right experts. This is one difference. So we're actively doing the matchmaking. Mm -hmm. So we can make sure you get multiple answers from multiple experts. Maybe in the future, you will be able to request for a specific expert to, to reply to your question. And maybe that will be a service. We just don't know. First of all, we're going to do this thing where you can go ask for free any question around music, not just the music industry. And then we will do the work. We'll do the magic. We'll connect it with the right experts from all over the world. And then within a few days, we still need to find out how much time. It's going to be 48 hours. It's going to be a week. You're going to receive answers. So right. this is, again, something we need to test because we need to see how users use the platform. Yeah, definitely. We need to know what kind of promise we're going to make. Yeah, and, and, and uh, just to, to make it clear to me, it's way better than just being able to request an answer from a specific person because if I know the person who may answer this, I will probably ask them directly. Exactly, uh, exactly. So right. it, it's, uh, I guess it will be mainly for people who have a problem to solve but don't know who exactly may be able to help them with exactly that. exactly so that part is very important so for yeah you helping in finding the right experts here what topics will be covered anything around music anything around music from how do i write a hook to how do i make money to how do i talk to a manager to what software should i use to how do i manage my time i mean anything that you want to ask around music, around your life as a musician, you can ask it. And if we don't have experts, because initially we're not going to have experts for everything, we'll monitor the questions and then we'll find the right experts. And uh, that's that's going to be a part of, of, of our growth as well. Yeah. So, yeah, 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 any question is welcome. Really. And, and to be clear as well, the experts answer the question. It's not like a forum where everyone signs up and can answer to something so that exactly. i think is clear as well uh, it's, it's important exactly. to be clear as well exactly this is another difference we have with quora 
in Quora, you just anyone, you know, whether they're knowledgeable or not, they can answer questions. And then they hope that the upvoting will determine who is the expert and who's not. For us, there's going to be upvoting and downvoting, but the people answering question, the first answer will only come from an expert. And then obviously, anyone can write a comment beneath and start a discussion with us. But the expert is the person that will reply. No question will go live unless it's been answered by at least one expert and hopefully multiple experts. Right. Makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So sounds, sounds good so far. But there will be a voting and uh, that will be a community deciding on uh, which answers are the most valuable, right? Exactly. I mean, if I'm pretty sure if an expert answers a question, there, there can be different ways of responding to a question. You know, we're looking for specific questions anyway. We're looking for something not like, how do I make money? It, this is a very vague question. We want more specific questions about the person itself. Like, okay, I'm doing this and I've been through that. And this is what happened. How can I deal with this? Or, hey, I'm, I'm doing this and this and I need to make money with this. What would you suggest? Something like this, right? And I'm pretty sure there's going to be different ways, different opinions, different suggestions. And there's not going to be a definite answer. That's why people and experts, users and experts will upvote and downvote to make sure that, yeah, the, the, best, the best answer goes on top. And we'll be actively monitoring everything to make sure that there is no abuse, obviously. You know, there is no people attacking each other. When there is comments, it's, it can happen sometimes. Mm -hmm. So we'll make sure that there's also a lot of monitoring to make sure that there's a healthy place for everyone to stand out, to, to hang out and talk with each other. That's good. That's good to know. We, we, the way we want to cultivate the intimate nature of musicpreneur talks where people talk to each other and they share a drink and then the network. We want to make sure we facilitate this in the online platform. We don't want people to go there and think that, okay, I'm going to an online platform. We want them to think that they are going to a playground. They're going to a pub and they're going to meet other like-minded people. We don't want them to think that this is a digital space. We want them to feel as intimate as a small room where it's full of music industry people. And, and that, that's going to be the toughest bit, but we've got the right culture and we'll, we'll infuse it in the platform, I'm pretty sure. Mm -hmm. The only main downside that you can't avoid is that there is no beer in the virtual space. Uh, so I'm, I'm on it, Andrea. I'm on it, Andrea. I know how much you need it. <laughs> well, not in this hour, maybe, but we're recording this in the morning. But anyway, so, okay, that does make sense. I had one more question related to, I mean, I'm interested in it as... Um, an expert at the platform, which I'm not yet, but You're I'm going be to become. One. I'm very excited about you that. Are be one. Um, yeah, but I'm asking on behalf of um, people, listeners, musicians who are going to use the platform and who have seen how sometimes uh, using uh, Quora as an example, which I have this love hate relationship with Quora because I never even <laughs> go there, but I receive the daily digest and whatever I do when I see this email, I stop everything and read it, and I hate that. <laughs> I learn a lot from it, but I absolutely hate that uh, the Gosh, behavior is just, they are too good at, at personalizing answers and, and uh, questions and stuff. Anyway, so sometimes the good answers go with some pitching of the expert, which is absolutely normal, makes sense and so on. So what, I mean, and it does make sense when a professional expert offers um, or just uh, mentions that they provide some products or services. At what scale should um, people on the platform ex 
uh, uh, expect that. So clearly, uh, they expect the answers to their questions, but so will there be room for some pitching or just uh, mentioning of commercial services and so on? I'm not that interested in pitching my stuff there, to be oh, clear. It's on. just how, <laughs> what people should expect, first of all. Yeah, uh, that's a great question. You know, this is these are things that we're thinking about. We know what we want to achieve, you know, a global Q&A, a crowdsourced knowledge pool, but we don't know all the, the what's, the exact details when it comes to functions. At the moment, because I started talking with each expert individually and started asking them, what would you like to ideally get out of this? you know, before they join. So I know their needs to, to keep everybody happy. Then I saw that very interesting insight. They want to promote their services. Yes, they, they want to offer some paid consultations or whatever services they offer. They also want to get authority. They want to be appreciated for who they are, you know, and to be regarded as experts. I think there is always ego in this, you know, in a good sense that people want to be recognized for what they are. And um, they do want to connect with other people. They do want to find talent, maybe interns for their companies to connect with other experts, expand their network in a way. Mm -hmm. So these are the main needs of the experts, and they've been consistent in terms of what they want back. So initially, I was not really thinking seriously about having, you know, a, a place or like a signature beneath each answer where you can click and be directed to the experts paid services, you know, if you want to follow up more. But now we're thinking of it very seriously, because if this is what the experts want and want to make sure they're happy, we want to make sure that we do that without making it an intrusive pitch. So probably, probably, and we'll make changes, we'll get feedback from users as we go and we'll change things. But probably beneath each answer, the expert will not have to pitch something, but there's going to be a button a button that people can see clearly where they can click and they can connect further with the expert. We're thinking on how this is going to happen, but I'm pretty sure that's going to be a, yeah, a thing that we'll see in the platform. And possibly you could also keep people inside the platform while doing that if there are expert pages within uh, the hub so people can read something about the person just to get an idea of the background. Yeah, profile, so profile, that, that, yes. that would be uh, a kind of a good solution for everyone because you don't send people outside of the platform while providing this uh, information, which is good both for the person and for the expert. Because if I'm reading a reply from someone, I do want to know if I can you know, trust the person, if the person does, uh, has the expertise or not. So that anyway, that that I I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure that there is a lot of I know that there is a lot of stuff to figure out yet, and uh, it may be oh, funny. Oh yes, it's funny a startup to, that has just yes, started up. I, I mean, we will. It will be quite fun to listen to this interview in half a year. So when just yeah. you know, with some, uh, I mean, it won't be just funny. It would be interesting because we are just. Yeah, you are, even you are figuring things out, and I haven't seen the platform myself yet. That's why I'm asking the questions as sincerely as I can <laughs> because I'm I'm really excited and interested in seeing how it uh, uh, will look like. Cool. So uh, what's about the uh, user registration? So can our listeners, for example, as long as the platform is up, and I imagine if, you know, if, if someone is hearing this, then it's up. So uh, can they just go there and... Uh, should they 
create an account, uh, request an invitation, just ask questions right away? So, okay, it's an interesting thing. I don't have a lot of answers for what you're asking me. Uh, I can tell you what we're thinking to do and we'll, we'll work flexibly. So at the moment, when you go to the platform, you will be able to ask a question. Uh, you will be able to ask any question that you want and that's how you trigger your initiation to the platform. And then at the end, once you've asked the question and provided details, then you will be prompted to write your name and your email and your location because we need to make sure, first of all, we know who you are, so we can give you the answers back via email, via notifying you. And also, we need to know where you live, because let's say you ask about copyrights. Copyrights yes, yeah. in the US yeah. and Canada yeah. and Europe, and it's all different. You know? So yeah. we want to make sure that we connect the question with the right experts. Also, in terms of culture, you might have a question that is that can be only be answered by a woman. We want to make sure that we connect it with the right expert. Maybe you have questions that can be answered only by people living in India. We need to make sure that we do that. It's all about personalizing and filtering the questions and, and sending them to the right experts. That's why we will need the first, the first and last name, the email, and the location. And then once you've done this, you will be actually on the waiting list. It seems, again, that's the plan. You're going to be on the waiting list to join so you can create a profile. Initially, not everyone will have a profile because we still are not going to push hard on the community. We want to make sure we have a lot of knowledge first before we start populating the platform with people. We want to first populate it with knowledge. But everyone that has asked the question will have their contact details and we will update them on everything and they will be on the waiting list. And then we will decide, depending on how many people there are, you know, if it's 10,000 people, then we might actually get a few people on the board. If it's 100 people, then we might get them all on board. So we will see how everything goes. I mean, we're flexible. We need to figure things out. That's why I don't have a lot of answers. And when you launch a startup that doesn't have a similar solution around, you're not supposed to have answers. You know, you need to play around with it. Totally, so totally. that's what we're going to do. Something that I would appreciate hearing as, um, as uh, someone who is going to try the platform out, especially if I haven't been too active in, on, on different communities in terms of asking questions. But we here encourage our listeners to actually go out there, check out the platform and ask the questions because uh, this is quite an interesting opportunity because there is not a lot of uh, users just yet, which means... Uh, that your answer, uh, your, sorry, your question most probably will receive a lot of attention from experts, which means yes. more relevant, insightful replies. So this is quite a unique opportunity. I, I think it's, it's, it's worth using it. But what I would be interested in hearing from you is uh, uh, your personal uh, idea recommendation on how, what kind of questions you would like to see. You already mentioned you don't want something to where you, I mean, no one wants that, even the people asking because it, it won't help anyone. Yeah. But how detailed would you go? So someone looking for, I don't know, getting press. So would you just uh, still look into some media kind of uh, question where I find context for this niche and how I plan my outreach or here I've got uh, a database of contacts and this is my pitch. Can you provide feedback to this one? So how granular 
uh, do you expect people to go? I mean, you don't have control over that, obviously, but in your opinion, personally, because you had some ideas creating this whole platform. Yeah. So what kind of questions do you expect to see? I don't know what kind of questions they expect. It's, right. yeah. it's uh, humans, you know, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. they ask whatever they want to ask. And, and by having organized talks for four years, I know that people will ask questions that are very generic and also questions that are very personal that nobody else will benefit from. The ideal question, if this is your question, the ideal question is something that will be quite specific to give you a specific answer. So it's going to be a personal question, but also generic enough to help other people. If you're saying, I'm using this and this and I've done this and this and this, I've uh, used, used this preset on, on the software, whatever, what can I change? <laughs> or something like that. That's a very personal question. Or anything that is too personal to be valuable for others, mm -hmm. for me, it, yeah, it should be more generalized to be more inclusive. And any question that is too generic for somebody to get real value and for the expert to even think, like, how can I answer this? You know, again, it's not so valuable. So the, the reality, the value, the true value lies in the middle. But I wouldn't really ask people to think too much about asking questions because you cannot really control it. You just want to go and ask a question. So what I would suggest is for every, everyone that will click on the link and go and see that bar and go and start typing question, I would like you to think you have a real person on the opposite side. They are waiting to receive your question and you're typing this question. In a way, you've already started a conversation because somebody's going to hear you. You just don't see their face. So write a question as a human being. As a human asks another human a question, just type as you would talk to them. And then you will receive an answer that has been replied as if somebody has replied to a real human being, the same way you ask the question. So the platform will enable you to have a conversation. Just start having conversation. That's great, deep. Totally, that answered my question, and I asked it because uh, just to help our listeners to get an idea of just to feel more comfortable about going there and and, uh, and asking, and you said that just go there and do it, so that's good advice, but uh, this is the thing that has been um, brought up uh, on the uh, our show a few times about the importance of asking the right questions when it comes down to data or talking to industry representatives such as a and so on. It's not the same case here because you're not, you're not like pitching our stuff to someone. So it's not like uh, the questions have some uh, agenda and uh, some, you know, goal behind them. The goal of the question here on this platform, as I see it, is to get an answer to a problem to help solve uh, an issue that the person is having. So it's it's totally clear. But still, I mean, it just it's good to to get some. Some recommendations on that. Maybe I'm overthinking this, but as practice shows, and as uh, someone who has managed quite a few communities in my past, it is important to educate people in these. Otherwise, yeah, it just—I mean, it will be—it's good for everyone to to give some recommendations on yeah, these some guidelines. Yes, yeah. So I guess it will be much more clear when. Uh, uh, well, listening is facing uh, the platform and seeing it, and uh, and uh, yeah, so this is pretty much where I suggest us to wrap it up, just so our our listeners can actually go out there and think for a few minutes on the issue they've been facing. Don't tell me there isn't 
anything at least the one thing that you've been thinking about asking someone so just formulate it and post on the music premiere hub tommy do you have any additional um recommendation here maybe uh, how like a comment on how to reach out to you and your team if uh, the person has a technical issue or just conceptual question um, about the platform yes yes i would encourage everyone to just go and pull their hearts out we have no agenda we don't have any expectations of what the questions are going to be we just want to make sure that we provide value by connecting you with the right people all over the world so just go there and ask any question there's no silly question and you'll definitely receive an answer if we don't have an expert we'll go around and really scout and try to find the right expert to answer your question so first of all this one second of all we have people in the platform that are going to be there for every question you have we want to make sure that it's always a human first platform there is always going to be somebody on the other side talking to you not just the experts but if you have a technical issue there's going to be um an email or a form at the bottom of, of the platform and you can go and ask and people will reply to you and we want to make sure that we have people replying as fast as possible and in the future i'm even planning to hire people to do that just that thing engage the community they're going to be professional engagers they're going to be paid to keep the community alive and talk to people and spark conversations i want to make sure that this is not a digital platform it's going to be held digitally but i want to be human first and right. i want it to scale up so again talk as a human being ask as a human being we're all human beings with problems we want to do what we love and make a living from it it's a difficult thing i know because i'm doing it and it's been difficult with ups and downs but i always said people to ask questions to and I had beautiful people and experts and friends like you andrew that have been giving me advice and also recommendations this is how i want the platform to be a place where people hang out so don't be afraid knock yourself out go ask questions it's for free you know asking and receiving questions will always be for free and that's the whole idea brilliant sounds great and i hope by the way that some people will find will make the connections which allow them to meet with uh, people replying to their questions for example in actual apps and have actual real world beer eventually so who knows maybe it's <laughs> talking about beer you know. again i'm i'm i start worrying and free <laughs> yeah. it's that uh, o'clock in the morning you're thinking it's, about it's just beer. the just the, the the important part of networking the business i guess Anyway, so that's uh that's great. So uh, uh please spell out the uh URL as the very final thing, even for the links are in the show notes, but just for those of uh, folks on yes. in the goal, for example. So the URL is musicpreneurhub.com. Musicpreneur, I'm pretty sure I've brainwashed you already, you know how it's spelled. Musicpreneurhub.com. Excellent. Thanks a lot for the introduction to the platform. I'm uh, very glad to be able to uh, to be one of the first to kind of reveal it and so on. I'm, I'm I really appreciate that and uh, excited to play with with the platform. Thank you, thank you, and I'm excited to connect with your community straight away. And I'm curious to to tell you what they're asking. You know, you're going to be uh, the first yeah. checking out what your community is asking. <laughs> Yeah, so looking forward to that as well. Thank you. Cheers, man. Mm-hmm.
this is it. Thank you a lot for listening and check it out, musicpreneurhub.com. Ask any questions you've got right now. I will be participating in the platform as an expert myself, so uh, if it's uh, something relevant to my expertise, I'm going to answer, give uh, the best reply I can. Uh, and uh, there is quite a lot of great experts joining the platform from what I know, so uh, definitely worth giving it a shot and answering the question, moreover that it doesn't cost you anything. Um, yeah, so check it out, uh, looking forward to having a conversation with you over there, hopefully, and uh, thank you for listening to Music Growth Talks. If you have a chance, please consider leaving a review on iTunes. Uh, or just dropping a comment on SoundCloud. All for review on iTunes uh, would be appreciated more. It's just because um, our show may be discovered by more people if you uh, give positive um, reviews uh, and ratings on iTunes. And I just realized that I said iTunes while I should be saying Apple Podcast. Um, yeah, so I'll do my best to so keep in mind that iTunes podcast is no more, it's now called Apple Podcast, Apple Podcast, yeah, so I do need to remember that. Anyway, you still open the iTunes uh, application and uh, uh, just log in with your account and just go over there and uh, find Music Growth Talks and... Um, uh, sorry, it's my cat in the background and uh, leave uh, the rating and review and uh, it's it's something incredibly useful and uh, important for us so thank you a lot until next time you've been listening to music growth talks with andrew apanov find more episodes and subscribe at musicgrowthtalks.com